back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. I'm Tyler, and as always, my co-host, Ryan and Nick. Beep, 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 beep. I'm back, <laughs> and you cannot keep me down. Uh, everything's fine. Situation normal. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I didn't like that conversation anyway. <laughs> Man, oh, well, we'll definitely get into this, but... It's been a long time, like a really long time since I've seen this movie, and it has such a different feel from all the other movies. Like, almost, I, like, almost every time I watch it, it feels a little different, but I respect yeah. it. I still think it ages actually, like shockingly I, well. All things considered, yeah, agreed, agreed. It's, uh, but we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, uh, before we get into it, we're just gonna start off with a little Wars, bit of movie news. Star Wars. <laughs> Oh man, that that holiday special. Every time I think about it, it's just rough. But anyways, before we get into <laughs> all Star Wars and nothing but Star Wars, we'll start with a little bit of movie news. Uh, what should we start off first? Tom Cruise rant, Daredevil, Superman. What's, what, what, Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm Tom Cruise did it then. So, oh, yeah. so it's it's just a he goes on a What's rant. Your, do you have and, a hot take on it, Tyler? Are you pro Tom or or anti Tom? Well, I literally just listened to the audio about five minutes ago before we started recording and we were kind of talking a little bit off pot i'm just like oh i thought there'd be like a video but it's just pure audio recording pure audio so i'm kind of like there's no frame of reference so i don't know there's just like, no handsome yeah i don't you know, know. So <laughs> exactly what these guys are doing like yeah you should follow you know the procedures and everything that they put in place but he probably lowered his mask to be like this fucking guy tom like shocker i i'm on the side with tom i i think my, what my he said is all right are really tired <laughs> <laughs> but but at the same time, he could have gone about it in a better way. I think people are just blowing up yeah. just because he's calling them out you're and fired. cursing and, and stuff And then when like you're that. not fired, you're gone. He kept on <laughs> yeah, saying right? you're fired and then you're gone. Like he's going to, Tom Cruise is personally going to kill that crew member. I'd say, I'd say <laughs> he's justified. A lot of these I movies, including it. the Batman, shut down. So, you know, there's that. And obviously it's hard to argue with someone who's looking out for everybody's safety. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it, what he, exactly what he was saying is that there's not a lot of movies that are recording right now and not a lot of studios want to take the chance and here they are recording giving People them need jobs. mission impossible 15 they need yeah. it. <laughs> it's a necessity it's an essential it's an essential business. my industrial yeah. size hair dryer and i can't <laughs> live without it what is it how, how tall is tom cruise <laughs> he's 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 four nine on stilts okay it's just oh my god i can just imagine there's just this crew member who's like six two six three and tom cruise is just oh, really? yelling at yeah. him. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah no like i totally get like you know where he's coming from and everything but still it's just it's always weird when it's just audio there's no video so you have no idea like if he's yelling at the crew or if he's just yelling at a mirror getting hyped up for doing mission impossible you know He's I, just in. He's just yeah. in his makeup room. He's yelling <laughs> at Katie Holmes. You know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the, the, the everybody had is, a hot take on this. I'm listening to like George Clooney has a take on it. Yeah, every yeah. Late, show, no, uh, late night show person has a take on I mean, it. I imagine they'd crazy. all be on his. They they all be on his side, right? I mean, uh, majority mostly, of Hollywood, yeah, I guess. Mostly, yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so one thing that I don't understand though is like who's carrying on the recorder? Like nowadays, everyone has their phone and has a camera. Why isn't there video on this? Why wasn't someone filming it? I don't yeah, that understand. Yeah, does seem weird. Maybe it was just a bad angle or <laughs> yeah. something. I don't know. I think I read somewhere like someone from the Scientology church is just like, it's fake. It's fake. But I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Of course, That's misinformation really, from Scientology, yeah, I yeah. don't believe it's it. It's literally two minutes of me just like, oh, what's this link? And then just seeing the title and just like, yeah, I'm not going to read all that. You know, why would I? <laughs> <laughs> but uh what's better this rant or the uh the christian bill rant i think oh christian bill rant, christian bill so rant. I think, yeah. <laughs> christian, the christian bale uh rant made me feel scared like i was like man i don't ever want to be the boom mic guy yeah <laughs> first of all i like that was like the first rant that i heard on like national television they played it on the on family guy the family right? guy they played the whole clip right yeah, it was the like whole, the whole yeah, clip, they, which was fucking amazing and, and the, the irony of the thing is that movie is so shitty that like you know christian bale's trying to ramp up to be like in this intense like war with robots and then you watch the movie and you're like this is a piece of crap man you wasted all that energy for nothing <laughs> what, what movie was that for terminator, terminator salvation yeah. oh not man. the worst terminator movie in the franchise it's gonna not the that worst out. but yeah, yeah. Not yeah. top three <laughs> which is funny because everything after two you're just kind of like what is going on yeah. so it's yeah. like 
I take Rise of the Machines over Salvation. Rise no question of the Machines, about it. yeah. You know what? I take Genesis over Salvation. Are you Genesis. on the borderline? Uh, I would take Salvation over Genesis. I think. Yeah. I can have where a little, I can have a little more fun with uh with I think Salvation, but that's just, that's yeah. just me. And then, where does where does Dark Fate fall? Oh, that's last that's, in my play. In my opinion, that's that's last, yeah, yeah, that's Hold the, up the rear. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our Dark Fate episode too. That but was, that's supposed to be canon though. Now I don't know. You know what? I might put Dark Fate ahead of Salvation. I won't watch either one again, so I can't really get the get to the end, end result. But I, I don't know. I'll throw from it out there from it's a distant, from a distant memory. <laughs> yeah, from sure. a distance. Yeah, they're they're very they're very tied dead last basically. So mm. all right, uh, other movie news. So we had Daredevil that might be coming back as She Hulk. Now they answer it. The talking flick drives the culture, Tyler. You wanted Daredevil back. You yeah. wanted that actor back. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. Now, do we know he's coming back for sure, or we just? I think it's, it's rumored, but, but it's a lot of these rumors end up coming true, and there's a couple sources now, so I think it's a good possibility. Yeah, because I remember, like, oh god, a couple of years ago when we were doing this podcast, you know, where Daredevil season three had just ended, or basically all those Netflix Marvel shows had just ended, and they had to give them a two year cooling off period before Disney could use them again. And so it looks like we came up on that two years, but I think they should just bring back Charlie Cox and just absorb, you know, bring that universe back, you know, because yeah. I think majority of those characters work pretty well. Like Charlie Cox is Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones, uh, Iron Fist needs some work. And I think so does Luke Cage. But, you know, those are your weakest parts. That I think you can, you know, build up a bit. Where yeah, are they I, only, put him? I only really liked uh, John Berthal's Punisher and Charlie Cox's Daredevil, but same here. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, throwing them in there as as you say, B players anyway, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. And you wouldn't, I guess, you wouldn't really consider them like for like you know the A list. They wouldn't really be doing anything with the Avengers. They would just be working street levels in New York yeah. and maybe hanging out with Spider Man and every now and again. So. But where would they go? Are they going to go on Disney Plus? Are they going to come back to Netflix? What's up with that? Well, I guess if it's uh, Daredevil's going to be coming back and it's Charlie Cox, they're probably just going to go just to Disney Plus for TV streaming. Cause, and it looks mm. like they'll probably just intermingle, inter- intermingle them with other characters because we'll have She-Hulk, of course, her, her character's a lawyer, and then Charlie Cox is a lawyer. So they have to lawyer up, you know? And Yeah. Oh, we're going to get some sense. great lawyer scenes. Yeah, exactly. gonna be amazing. You're a lawyer. She's a lawyer. Put them together. I can't. <laughs> I can't wait for Marvel SVU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> they got to bring back Ice Cube. <laughs> What's yeah, your favorite yeah. thing? What do you mean no. there's semen in the anal canal? <laughs> Ice tea. <laughs> oh, Ice tea. That's right. Ice Cube would work too, but yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube would be fine, but Ice tea, yeah. Yeah, Ice tea. <laughs> I do think, though, like you guys are the comic nerds, so they both had great uh, arcs with Spider-Man, both Punisher and Daredevil. So if you could get that on cinema, on the big screen, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it, I would think that would be awesome, especially with the kid against the Punisher. Oh, well, what's his name? Um, John uh, Berthal. Tom no. Holland. <laughs> yeah, oh, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland yeah. yeah, Tom Holland and his child innocent face against the. Uh, He's gonna uh, be John the guy Berthold. from what's that other video game? What's his video game movie that's coming out? Oh, uh, Uncharted. Uh, yeah, Uncharted. Oh, so he's, he's growing be, up. Uh, Nathan Drake, yeah, yeah that, that's that's, that's interesting, man. I think I thought, like I thought it was it. weird casting. I don't know if I like that casting, but we'll see. I don't know. Have you played that game, Nick? Uh, No, I always thought about playing it, but I have not played it. Is it something I should put on the list? I think you'd like it. I, it's uh, definitely have that Indiana Jones feel. Okay. All right. I, I might do that. I know for a I while. I was looking for something. I just finished up Destiny and everybody wants me to go back to the division, but I'm looking for something different, something new. I know for a while. Obviously not cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a while they were trying to do, I think, Nathan Fillion as uh, Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Yeah, I thought, but... I remember reading like a thousand Screen Rant articles about that, but it just never came to fruition. It, it, it never happened. I think Nathan Fillion just kind of got a little too old to eventually do yeah. it because I think Uncharted was, it was just one of those comic, or not comic book movies, one of those video game movies that just, it was starting to come into life, Is... get, some steam, get some steam, and then eventually you, it would die out. You played out. it, producer Ryan? Is he old in the video yeah. game? What's the, How old uh, is that character? I don't think he's too old i think maybe he's like in his 40s okay yeah yeah so tom holland is weird casting though right i may like they do do scenes in the game where it's earlier when he's younger when he's first Uh, starting up into it maybe he's a little younger than maybe he's in his 30s but i i think he's in his 40s all right so our next bit of a little bit of movie news is what we got superman henry cavill cavill signed i know you're mad about this 
Does the I, Schneider no, versus winning though, again. I think Tyler called it. Zach though. Schneider, nothing but W's, baby. Okay, I, I'm pretty <laughs> certain that that uh, Tyler, you were already thinking that no, he's still going to be Superman. And, I thought uh, so too. Yeah, I thought so too. I don't yeah, even, probably did say. I don't remember what I said, but all right, someone clue me in this because all I saw was the title. So he signed a three picture deal or three picture deal. Yep. So he can do three appearances in DC movies. We believe uh, one of those will be Man of Steel too. Appearances. I don't know. But the rumor is strong that there's going to be a Man of Steel too. Oh, that seems and like it's Brainiac as the villain. That's what I keep hearing, which mm, I have always wanted to see Brainiac on the big screen. That's so funny. I hope that works out. It's so funny. There's just like three appearances. Does that count when he was sort of in Shazam? Are they counting that as an appearance? <laughs> and then they're going to. They didn't show his face, right? They didn't give it to him. He was supposed to be there and they cut him out probably because they thought he was never going to come back and the whole universe was in flux. Uh, but then, you know, he should have just showed up then. I wonder if they'll recut it like they recut these Star Wars movies. Probably. Just put his head on there. Just, yeah, probably. <laughs> Eventually put it in there. Also, by the nah. way, Gail Gadot coming out in defense of Ray Fisher and saying that Josh Whedon was a jerk off. So there was that news that broke Yeah, also. that's what I keep on hearing that. I don't know. I hear all these celebrities and all these people are just like, it's a toxic work environment. And it's just, yeah. you know. It's not very non-specific. Yeah. So it's hard to really gauge what's going on there. But, but, they get but he's actually not the only one. There's a yeah, lot of people that's... in the Buffy universe and stuff that complain about Be- uh, Whedon as well. Oh, they complained about Whedon too. Yeah, I mean, I guess he was cheating on his wife for like, you know, five ever. And that that's whole thing now. And... <laughs> this is what happens yeah. with all those all those cosplayers i don't know i don't remember yeah, yeah. Uh, i didn't look too much into the whole ray fisher you know saying that it was a toxic workplace you know sure you know i guess you know your first boss gets fired then your second boss is a dick it happens i don't know it's also you, also very much rumored that ray fisher had a lot of his like footage cut so uh, he, that's obviously a little toxic. salty yeah, about that also. yeah i mean i guess it's just what do you do in that whole situation and it's so funny too with josh whedon when you see like the opening credits of justice league and you see that homeless guy and he's just got the cardboard box that says, I yeah. tried. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you know, you tried yeah. with the movie. Made it effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Messy DC think, universe, you know, I mean, what can you do? It doesn't seem like that's news, though. It's kind of like people are dicks. That, that's what they're yeah. saying. Yeah, no, that's not, I guess I that is, that's not news. That's, <laughs> that's, you know what's news about it? I'm going to tell you why it's news. We covered this in one of my favorite Talking Flick episodes ever, Spotlight. And, uh, you know, I've ad nauseum mentioned these uh, documentaries about cults and the child abuse documentary and, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is it, Abducted in Plain Sight, and all these documentaries that we've talked about in the past. Talking about this stuff openly is certainly the, uh, the what's his name from the Miramax? No, the, the uh, Harvey Weinstein or whatever, the Miramax guy. Like, these yeah, yeah. things, and when you talk about them openly, it takes a lot of the power away from those folks. Yeah, yeah. So I do think at least that part of it is important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But there, there is also a point where, like, I got terrible bosses also. <laughs> I, I'm going to complain about him. I'm going to tell people. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> that's, why we, that's why you have to become famous, Ryan. So that way when you say something, your voice matters more than. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I get it. Look, it's, you shouldn't have to like work in a toxic work environment and hopefully everything gets worked out. But Josh, we didn't. I mean, nothing's really kind of come on his radar. He hasn't really had any big di- you know, directorial debuts in a while. I'm starting to wonder if this is part of that maybe he's not working as much because of this because he did have uh for a little while oh god he was supposed to do like the batgirl uh yeah he was attached to batgirl for he had a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. under his belt that he was going to do through warner brothers so maybe this did kill it or maybe it was just like yeah or maybe it was just that shitty justice league movie yeah (laughs) you know and of course what uh, only disney used them just for the first and second avengers movie and that was about it but I imagine Disney. Yeah, which I, I sort of defend. I mean, Age of Ultron is really messy, but I I caught that on Disney Plus or parts yeah, of it. There are parts yeah. of that movie that are pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you this question, Tyler. Uh, let's get back to it. Are you happy that Henry Cavill is going to show back up as Superman? Because I liked him as Superman. I knew you were more on the fence. Yeah, I think I'm, you know, I think I like the idea of them bringing him back just because I want to see what they can kind of do with this universe, even though I haven't really been on board with it since day one. You know, I'm still curious to see, you know, all right, how bad is this going to fail? So do you far? think you there's know? an ability to course correct here? I know a couple of weeks ago on the show, you had mentioned that, you know, the Snyder cut doesn't look that bad. And maybe there's some good there. Yeah, you know, I think there is still, still some stuff you can course correct. I just I don't know. And I think we've talked about it before, like, oh, God, about a year ago, where it's just when you're giving us Superman, stop giving us like sad, depressed Superman, you know, give, yeah, us, right. you know, give us something good. Like give us something good. like why is yeah, it so sad all exactly. you know? Something, <laughs> like he's supposed to be a symbol of hope, yeah. but yet he's not. And I get, uh, yeah. He could be funnier. Yeah. You know, he could crack a few quips in there. I'm, I'm going to call it right now, though. They're going to have Clark Kent 
fixing a computer or making a computer. Like they're gonna do that, <laughs> oh, and gonna, then the internet's yeah. gonna blow up. You, you got to bring it over from your life. You know, she can't fix everything, and I know she took a Star Wars movie on. And I'm sort of sad about that, but I am very much looking forward to. I do not know if I'm going to the cinema or watching it on my couch yet. Wonder Woman 1984, right? But Gail Gadot. Um, and that sort of quippy sort of Chris Pine and the chemistry that they have and the cast that they made for the first Wonder Woman, by all accounts, the second Wonder Woman is very good. Maybe she should helm a Superman movie, make it you know, t- change the tone a little bit, have a little more fun, lean in a little more, you know, mm-hmm. than Zack Snyder's sort of heavy, sort of dark gloomy universe and you know what bring tom cruise as your safety guy he's gonna yell at <laughs> you yeah. fucking yeah. Me? <laughs> he's gonna be in your theater this Nick. guy in the blue suit <laughs> is six five i can't be in this movie <laughs> he's gonna be in your movie theater for wonder woman 1984 on christmas day and he's just gonna be yeah. yelling where's the meter stick you're fired. <laughs> can I get bigger platform shoes? <laughs> give me a give me a, a apple crate so I can stand on. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't know. I I think they can they can save they can save it. Just give us something different. I'm curious how because they're just like it's an appearance. So are they going to give them just one movie and then just kind of put them in two different movies for about less than five minutes and then that's about it? But yeah. I guess we'll see. Or know. Yeah. you know maybe James Gunn put them in you know the Suicide Squad two movie and they're just like. Like, oh shit we didn't have that that would be kind of cool like, i mean he is sort of like the uh the motivation of suicide squad right that superman yeah. being on the planet was kind of why they designed that team right uh for the movie it kind of is i guess because in the suicide squad trailer they mentioned that where like they want this team the suicide squad team was supposed to be this thing suicide squad trailer much better than the actual yeah movie, definitely you know, <laughs> that, the suicide squad was supposed to i guess supposedly take out superman but when you watch that movie none of their powers or none of their skills yeah. could obviously take out superman no, yeah. originally they give them any kryptonite or anything yeah like that. exactly yeah like here here's a boomerang you not even a not even a kryptonite boomerang <laughs> of all things you could have given him a kryptonite boomerang yeah. would have been amazing but anyways you know with uh you know suicide squad they were just originally supposed to be you know they're black ops you know they're villains you put you know bombs in their head and you make them do a ton of illegal shit because they're villains and people are going to buy it if they don't do what you say and there's you, no oh, accountability yeah. there yeah, yeah plausible exactly. deniability there's for no the government. recourse for them they're criminals yeah. you know so <laughs> <laughs> all right uh do you guys have any other movie news you want to throw in there i think that's pretty much it not really but i did want to ask this one question uh chris pine i had just found out that he was almost cast as barry allen instead of uh our buddy there uh do you think he would have been a good barry allen uh i don't i don't know I think he's too handsome I really don't know, man. Handsome. Like I'm trying he's to, just too handsome. Yeah, too funny. distracting. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to imagine him in in the Flash outfit. You know what I mean? And I just can't really. Yeah. I I just I can't, can't do it either. Yeah. Years ago, I remember thinking like a Topher Grace or somebody would have been a good Barry Allen, but uh, I think they got it right. Actually, I just hope this guy is not crazy. Yeah, I think I think you're right about him. Like Chris Pine, he it's not that he's just like so handsome. He's like very sculpted. He's sculpted. Yeah. Here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's yeah. part of the genius of Wonder Woman, right? We talked about it on a previous episode. Go back and listen to that, where Patty Jenkins uses that to like a great to great uh benefit, you know? It's perfect. She sort of manipulates that and objectifies them in a way that's really funny. <laughs> mm, Women yeah, yeah. always objectifying men. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, we we get what we what deserve. <laughs> they only want one thing, and it's disgusting. By the way, it's December, and I recently watched the Bon Jovi "Baby Please Come Home for Christmas" video again. And Cindy Crawford in that video is amazing. But man, we've come a long way since then. Oh. <laughs> it's a rough ride. I will, I will have to watch that. In watch that. Yeah, YouTube. That's yeah, YouTube deep dive. What, what year is that? Is that? uh 92 oh, 92? 91 mm-hmm. i don't know it's pretty far back <laughs> okay all right all right so today we're gonna be doing jean Star shorts Wars. if that gives you any sort of gauge that gives me i wear jean shorts what? <laughs> that's all you need to know about tyler you're welcome America. <laughs> all right what are we doing <laughs> tyler Dukes, but okay anyways today we're doing we're doing a movie so i didn't i did not know this okay so it was star wars when it came out but i guess yeah. in 81 they changed it to star wars episode four a new hope yeah and yeah. they, they retroactively put the uh, the tagline on there. And thus starts the very long series of George Lucas making so many changes to these three movies or to all the Star Wars movies. Thus begins the legacy of Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the setup. Yeah. Can't wait for him to come. There is a there is a lot of changes that were made, you know, to this movie. And of course, the other ones too throughout the years. But I kind of wish they would have a version available where you can actually see the original Agreed. original you know not I feel yeah, like it's no, out yeah. there somewhere i think it's gettable my question always was you know i've been a big star wars fan for many many years obviously 
and I wasn't around in 77. I'm not quite that old. But I always thought, like, did he really have this thing mapped out? That was always the big question as I got further out. And but you could say, okay, so no, the answer is no for sure, right? They sort of yeah. made it up as they went along a little bit. But there's enough here with the back lore and the dialogue that was not changed, um, you know, not a ton of it anyway, that talks about the past and Darth Vader and the Sith and the Jedi and blah, 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 that, okay, so he had some idea. You know what I mean? He just didn't have the whole thing sort of mapped out. Yeah, and of course, like, even when he meets with Obi-Wan, you know, he mentions the Clone Wars, and it's, you know... Which is kind of cool. That's in the original. And Mm. so, and I think even, too, when uh, they were starting to branch out a little bit That crazy old Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think even, too, when they were starting to branch out a little bit more with Star Wars, where George Lucas always just, he wanted the Clone... He always wanted to do the Clone Wars. Like, that was always something he wanted to do. And even like when, of course, he was filming this movie, he had to make a lot of sac- not so much sacrifices, but like, you know, creative sacrifices because of just budget and also just bringing it down with, you know, technology. And, and let me ask you this, Tyler, because Attack of the Clones is probably my least of the three favorite prequels, um, but I didn't hate it altogether. And after I watched uh, New Hope this time around for the podcast, I stuck around and the Clone Wars came up and I watched three episodes of the final season. Pretty good. Um, but my question to you was after the Clone Wars, that's that's Rebels. Rebels is set after Clone Wars. Uh, yeah. So Rebels is set in between three and four. OK, so Darth Vader is still a, is, is yeah, Darth Vader. Uh, Luke Skywalker has not shown up. He doesn't show up at all during the course of Rebels. Um, but it is in between three and four, although at the end of Rebels, they kind of show that. It takes place. By the way, am I allowed? Am I allowed to ask if you're caught up on Mandalorian? Yeah, I'm caught up on Mandalorian. I actually just watched right. it. Yeah, so. <laughs> not to give anything away. Just yeah, ask not to give anything away. So, yeah, but of course, uh, there's there's a lot of changes to this, and I wish that they had just the original version. And you know, I would like to watch the original version. I don't care that they put a monkey as you know Emperor Palpatine. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. uh, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't care that. I like, monkeys. I like, I, I would prefer to see a version like that because Marcel from Friends, unbelievable character. <laughs> So, of course, you know, watching this, you can you know what's kind of been touched up a bit and you know yeah, that yeah, certain insertions, and I think it takes you out of it because of some, course some of it is not well done and some of it looks better than others. But I'm not offended by anything. This is probably the third, fourth time I've seen it with sort of like the weird monsters walking around in the background and, uh, you know, weird job of the glossy job of the hut in yeah. sort of 1977. Yeah, yeah. And some of it does look super out of place, but I'm not super offended by, it, you know, I don't know if like I don't I wouldn't say like offended. But it's just kind of like, I would like to see the original, you know, untouched, you know, of course, you know, brighten it up, preserve the film, you know, as much as you can. But yeah, I would like yeah. to see it untouched. I, I also question sort of like some of the moments that I look at, like, why didn't you touch that part up? <laughs> 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 There's a little bit of that, you know, <laughs> you could have put but, better trash in the trash compact area. <laughs> you could have done something there. That's true. I, I, I do agree with you. That thing wrapped around I, Luke's neck is like, oh, what is that? A wet sock or what is that? <laughs> I do feel that it is jarring. There it definitely gives you that feeling of oh this has been photoshopped or that that is not supposed to be there uh if you were able to see it in its original effects i wouldn't be opposed to it i don't think it would make it a worse movie if they kept it as it is but uh, why they decided to make those choices to improve certain things and not everything like i really don't understand yeah and it's kind of like what we talked before where it's like when you keep on changing it you know how much of it is actually still like the original piece if everything on it is you know completely brand new but just kind of looking into it too is i didn't realize how much stuff they actually do change that you just wouldn't even notice too unless you looked it up like one of them being like the title crawl like that's one thing that they changed the title crawl from when it first came out and even now is completely different they made it shorter which is you know i get it i understand you know what it did feel longer i like the old one better the short one is a little bit too short and i think i prefer the older one who cleanly leads into rogue one which is annoying yeah and and that's like i'm I'm reading that first i'm like wow that is actually picture perfect that flows in really nice yeah (laughs) and i'm like the music is incredible remember this is sort of the beginning of john williams uh, you know and it's unbelievable. We can take a few more seconds. We're not annoyed by reading the screen for a couple more seconds. <laughs> no, I don't know, yeah, Nick. There are some people out there that don't want to read. <laughs> I'll never hate you guys. I've always hated this podcast, always. Books are the devil, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and can even I, if you put it in a movie, it doesn't make it not a book. <laughs> can I ask you this question? Because it, Tyler brings up a good point here where they make all these subtle changes and some not-so-subtle changes. Um, knowing all we know about Star Wars now with the cartoons and the Mandalorian and the many, many movies now, some unnecessary movies out there, does it sort of um, make the 
viewing no. like pleasure of this movie more impactful you know knowing that obi-wan has this great legacy and garth vader has this great legacy and all this stuff about the the jedi and the sith and all the video games and all this stuff like i feel like i watch it now way differently than somebody who went to the movie theater and just experienced something totally new action adventure sci-fi space opera whatever you want to call it um in a more sort of like virginized way i think almost now like I just, it's not the same sort of, I don't have the same love for it, not just because the, maybe the legacy is tarnished, but also because there's just so much now in the background. Yeah, I think I think that's true because I can imagine where it's in the 70s and you watch it. This is, you know, the first thing or it's just Star Wars and you get to see all yeah, the, these oh, The only cool movie you ever saw like this was Flash Gordon. This would have blown your mind. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I get the appeal in the, you know, in the 70s, like, of course, when it first came out. But after getting got what, 11 Star Wars movies, you know, that we have kind of all in total right there. And, and of course, and like, all the other stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? All stuff. the have, other stuff. You have so much Star Wars like it does. I feel like you do notice certain continuity things like, of course, like, you know, like what you said in the beginning, it's just like they did not have everything mapped out, which is fine. You know, you kind of go in as you're going and, hmm. you know, you've got the whole Luke and Leia brother sister thing. And you kind of got where it's like, OK, why didn't Darth Vader realize, you know, that Leia was his daughter, you know, and they never yeah. really mentioned I, that. I'm with that guy sitting him. next to Tarkin. I'm like, yeah, your, your powers aren't working very well, Darth. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I've mentioned in the past that you want to view it in the, in the time frame that it came out and to be completely honest i have to sit there with you nick it is harder to separate that in your mind with this legacy that has been built up but as i was watching this movie, it's been a long time since i've seen this movie and there's so much that i have forgotten and as i was sitting through it it just brought about a lot of joy in me just like it was the first time me watching it and i can see it more that this has a totally different feel than all the other movies that are are being pushed out nowadays i i don't think, I think that yeah i think you're right about that yeah so i don't think, I that think they're, they're, they're searching for that. this sort of vibe right yeah yeah they're really trying to capture that again and they're not succeeding it's um even with like the, the sequels that came after this uh uh what is that revenge of the sith and um the prequels the ones that directly after this are Empire, the first old one yeah, I made yeah. you watch. And then yeah, Return yeah. Of the Empire Jedi. and Return of the Jedi, my bad. Empire and Return of the Jedi. Uh, when we watched um, uh, Empire, it still didn't feel like this to me. I, I like I don't know, there's something different about the, the very first one that I know it was a trailblazer and it kind of set things into motion. Uh, but not not just that, it felt very different. Yeah. So, yeah, I think like even part of that difference was, you know, it's just... They're setting up Star Wars, which is funny. Mm. Like, man, that's so funny because he's sort of explaining the force. You know, he's building all that stuff up. And it's funny. It's just like, yeah, you know what? You would have to obviously explain what Star Wars is in the first Star Wars movie because nobody knows what Star Wars is yet. Like, I think you're right. I, I think you're right, because with this, like it is just setting up the rules. And when you contain it to just, just this movie, it's following its rules. It's like setting these things up and it's like, OK, this is how it's going to be. This is what's going to happen. And then you just go along with the ride in the later movies. It's just now trying to build on that lore. And it definitely and it decides to that. break rules to expand the story. Exactly. exactly. And then it feels annoying. messy. It, yeah. it, 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 you start to feel that decline in that storytelling aspect. I have that I have that problem even with the Mandalorian, but let me uh, let me give you some of the numbers just so we have a story. We give it the the correct sort of place in its history here. Um, it had a budget of eleven million dollars. I don't know how much we want to get into how difficult the production was. George Lucas writes and directs, really pushes to get this movie made. A lot of trouble getting it made. Finally gets a budget. I think 20th Century Fox ultimately gave him the money along with a lot of other stuff that he did. He sort of bets on himself here, does very well in the U.S. It's $460 million in 1977, mind you, and 195 overseas, which again, in 1977 is pretty freaking crazy for a total of 775. Now, adjusted for inflation, it is the second highest grossing movie of all time. In, in the U.S. box office, which wow. is pretty freaking amazing. It's got a 92% critic score and a 97% audience score, just to give you a little historical perspective there. Yeah, because I think even too, like with George Lucas kind of going in on this and him betting on himself, he just kind of, he gave up a lot of his director's salary and invested a lot of his own money into making this with the miniatures and everything. But he did get that sweet merchandising rights. And then that's where, you know, that's where it was. You it's know, basically the highest yeah. grossing merchandising franchise of all time. And it started <laughs> this sort of trend of like figurines and action, all sort of cereal, yeah. really People bad are cereal. Still <laughs> stuff for it, man. <laughs> I, remember, I remember looking up to, you know, for, for this episode where 
at the time it became so huge that they couldn't really meet up with all like the merchandising, you know, uh, demand. And so what one of the toy companies had did was they just kind of made a cardboard box of all the toy figurines that were going to come out and they sold just the box, no figurines, just the actual box of what they were going to make. Skywalker was just a farm boy until he received a mysterious message from a princess. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's beautiful. Star Wars, starring Mark Hamill. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Harrison Ford. Boring conversation anyway. Luke, we're gonna have I think we took a wrong turn. Carrie Fisher. Good luck. Alec Guinness. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. 20th Century Fox presents the most extraordinary motion picture of all time, Star Wars. Yeah, and even still just watching this, like that whole, and kind of what we were talking about before, where you can watch it like, you know, in itself, like in a vacuum. But of course, like how can you have all those other movies that, you know, are attached with it, all the extra lore. And to me, it's always funny when I see the scenes, you know, when Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker meet and Obi-Wan's telling him, you know, Luke about his father. And I mean, yeah, yeah. these are he was killed. all <laughs> lied. He's like, yeah, you know, Darth Vader killed your dad, man. You're, and you know, <laughs> I look at it slightly different than that. I do think that, you know, one of the smart things that Lucas was able to do was to get the gravitas of Alex, uh, Sir Alec Guinness in there. Yeah. Um, I do think he looks great as the part. I, he's still my favorite Obi-Wan, even though Ewan does a great job. Uh, so I do think he's got the clout to sort of pull that off. And in some ways, I would say, yeah, you know, the the Sith essentially consumed Anakin Skywalker. And it's eh, it's close enough. I'll yeah, allow it. Yeah, yeah and it, is, <laughs> it is close enough. And, you know, and same thing, too. It's just like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll allow it, too, as well. But it's always just funny. I'm just like, man, you know, because, of course, Obi-Wan just messes up Anakin in that. <laughs> you, I know me and you are on the same page. And I almost, I'll just inside the, uh, inside behind the curtain a little bit here, I almost picked Revenge of the Sith for the second year in a row. I want to pull it out but i figured we wait a little bit longer and i really like that movie not because it's perfectly constructed maybe not even because it's the best prequel but because the emotion that is there for that final battle is so legitimate you know what i mean like it's yeah you were the chosen one you know what i mean like it's you can really feel it i remember like shake my bones were shaking when i finally heard it <laughs> but you're okay with uh, him saying that his dad was killed by the Sith or whatever. What's he gonna tell him? Yeah, I severed off most of his limbs. You know, but, sorry about but, that. <laughs> that's why he's a robot. But <laughs> I kind of still, I I still feel like that's on the same like league of saying that. Oh, Ray's father, he was nothing, Look, nothing at all. <laughs> Tom Cruise can say he's five eight. I'm not offended if he says he's five eight. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps on changing his height in IMDb. <laughs> like, like, I got a bump on my head that makes me like 5'8", but I'm really 5'7", you know, so it's fine. <laughs> I count the bump. And that's one thing, like, uh, watching this I don't movie, tell my wife that, but I count the bump. <laughs> it's, it's during that scene where, of course, you know, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan are fighting, and you kind of think, man, and I can't help but reference back to Revenge of the Sith, because I really enjoyed that sword fight between Anakin. so good. And, yeah, I know what you're yeah. going to say, too. And you know what? Like, this part where, like, Obi-Wan's just poking ahead... but i will say like they're old and it could be they just had anakin is toying with them and i wouldn't necessarily think that that's off character either you know i I could see like oh man i haven't had a fight a jedi in a real while anakin's just like man i haven't used these robot arms except for force (laughs) (laughs) although we know that darth vader was still kicking ass with the with the sword because we saw it in rogue one retroactively yeah yeah you know, and, and they've done some stuff on YouTube where they like touched it up a little bit. They did like a fix it and post type of thing, too. Um, but it's just like you could also tell that Lucas probably couldn't afford like a good stunt director that was like, you know, don't get the uh, fencing guy in here to give us really good technique. Yeah. <laughs> and, like During that whole entire fight scene, you have it where he's just like, you know, he's literally leaping to kind of poor, just poor, poor Alec Guinness is like, I was knighted by the fucking queen and I got to sit here with the stick and poke at this guy in a black suit. He recently passed away too. David Prowse, who was the uh, he was the actual yeah. guy in the Darth Vader. Oh, really? Movie. It was a bodybuilder. Wow. And at the time when he was, you know, doing this movie, he thought it was going to be his voice that was going to be, you know, in the movie. 
and you can actually pull up clips of you know what his voice sounds like yeah what it sounded it's, like yeah it wasn't all that bad i mean <laughs> i don't know it wasn't all that bad. <laughs> i mean when you, when you when if i do narration and then morgan freeman comes in obviously nobody yeah. wants to listen to me do it you know you're, so it's you're comparing totally it to, fair you're comparing it to james earl jones yeah, come on you, want, you know what i'm saying <laughs> Even, even James Earl Jones wasn't the voice of Darth Vader, although that was a good choice and the best choice to do. It, yeah, yeah. It, seemed- it's, it's like I go, I go to karaoke, I sing Wonderwall, and then the Gallagher brothers come in and sing it. That's not fair. You know what I mean? That's not fair, man. <laughs> I don't know how it is, but just just go look it up. He sounds, it sounds so weird, but maybe you are right. Maybe I am comparing it too much to James Earl Jones, but it's just, it's crazy what had happened with him too as well. I think even for a while, like he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't able to get a lot of money that came from star wars because of yeah, he was super skill. mad about like, it, yeah. it oh like man that thing. sucks yeah it was like this whole thing where like oh if it becomes a profit we'll be able to you know give you money for it but they're just like oh it's technically not a profit even though star wars was like the biggest movie of like yeah that's time, trash. you know and as nick just said in the numbers it's the second highest grossing film you know that's correct yeah. <laughs> um, think, only gone with the wind ahead of it yeah and i think uh right before his death he was able to work something out with george lucas but for a while you know he was actually banned from comic-con so he couldn't even go to comic-con he couldn't even do like interviews or signing or everything that's how a lot of these people make you know money who do franchises like that and and it's always a bummer you think about like this is and i always attribute part of this to why we didn't get george lucas's um you know seven eight and nine instead we dealt with jj abrams and ryan johnson's right because the business of star wars became so consuming as tyler aforementioned with the merchandising that he got so sidetracked with all of that basically managing all of that. And what was the cost of that? All the money, all the industry, it was probably good ideas and quicker movies, you know? Can I ask you guys, how do you guys feel about C-3PO? Um, ah, like, his, fine with it. like his wittiness or like his look? Ah, or... man, he's annoying. <laughs> I realized, man, he's like super annoying in the beginning. I was like, yeah. man, Anthony, I'm done with Anthony this guy. Daniels, Anthony's Anthony Davis, Anthony Daniels, yeah, Anthony Daniels, yeah. So, I mean, he's they always they definitely have gotten better like throughout the movies of doing that definitely but they they took a dip they they were like uh, they were like oh c3po is kind of like this let's make jar jar brinks worse <laughs> i think i was, definitely take c3po over jar jar that's yeah, not even yeah. fucking close i don't know man and i do think his british sort of cloud look again the kenobi thing this is why ray ended up being british and it was another good choice by them in the force awakens um it, that sort of air it just gives it a little bit of extra clout you know and when you look at the prequels the hard thing i had was like how could these droids have seen all of this um, but act the way they do in A New Hope? But no, the more I watch A New Hope, it's like, eh, it's not that bad. It doesn't really bother me as much as I think in my brain if well, I don't them. watch A New Hope for a while. They, and they, they keep wiping them, which yeah, is they wipe, they yeah. wipe their memory. In Revenge of the Sith, like one of the final scenes, are, uh, Senator Organa from all yeah, the... Yeah, Bail Organa. This, yeah, you know, he's just like, all right, go and wipe those droids' memories real quick. And, and, and let me ask you this question, Tyler, because I, I swear, like, seeing Organa since we did it, we did it kind of in a cool order this time around, this December, doing Rogue One, because I love Jimmy Schmitz from the West Wing, you know, and, and NYPD Blue. And having him in the prequels and then understanding what it means when they blow up Alderaan is kind of cooler. You know, it, it just mm-hmm. it gives it just a little bit more emotion there. And I felt like watching Rogue One where you see Jimmy Smith again. Uh, I don't know. I just sort of like that. You know, sometimes the expanded lore helps and sometimes it hurts. It can kind of go both ways. Yeah. Seeing all and just even all the explosions, too. Like, that's another thing they had touched up where they just made them more. Yeah. Explosion. Yeah. They're quick too. Yeah. Compared to some of the other ones, like in, in uh, Force Awakens, the planet takes forever to blow up. Oh, yeah. But in these ones, it's like, boom, that thing's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> we better have gotten right on that first shot because that's all that's in the budget. Yep. <laughs> Peter Cushing and Grand Moff Tarkin's like, yeah, we got time. You know, have some faith in us. Nope. Sorry, yeah, you're gone. God, dead. That first <laughs> movie, too. I always wondered, like, why kill Grand Moff Tarkin, like, in that first one? But, you know, it makes sense. He's on the Death Star. That's what he's kind of there to do is destroy those planets. Arrogance. But, yeah, Arrogance. Arrogance, <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Darth Vader, he's just floating around in space for whatever reason. And Why does know, Producer Ryan think he could be on a movie podcast? Pure <laughs> arrogance. <laughs> so You guys ask me week <laughs> after week, all right? You look at the contract. <laughs> I will say, can I ask a question about cinematography? because the one thing about Star Wars, especially as we get more and more into it, and I definitely like the last episode of The Mandalorian. I know we'll chat about that at some point there. Um, The way these things look and the way that sort of they allow so many people into the sandbox over the many years, many movies, many iterations to play with these toys. The cinematographer here was uh, Gilbert Taylor, who did that Flash Gordon movie uh, just a year or two before Star Wars comes out. 
And in Empire, it was uh, Peter Shashitsky, I think is the guy's name. And I think Empire is one of the better looking Star Wars movies. But the more I see A New Hope, man, some of the ideas and the cinematography they do with the ships and the, and the overcast and the way they appear and the way and even the aerial fight scene at the end with Luke. I just mm. was really impressed. I'm often impressed thinking this is so old, but still looks and it, good and is entertaining, you know? Yeah. And you're right. That aerial scene at the end does look pretty good. And so, um, yeah, even for 1977, even if yeah. they touched it up or whatever, it, they did a pretty good yeah. job with that. <laughs> There's one last addition I want to you know talk about that they redid in this movie. And then I'll be done with that is when they did the whole Greedo shot first, you know? Mm, and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not so much a thing now, but of course, like I, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe further back, where every nerd was like, who shot first? Was it Greedo or was it Han? And in this, they kind of do it where they show Greedo, they edit it to where Greedo shoots first, Han dodges out of the way. But for whatever reason, in this edition, and I don't know why they did it, it maybe it's because of George Lucas, I don't know, but he says McClunk McClunkly, Greedo does. So he shoots, yeah. he gets, or he shoots and he says McClunkly. It's not anywhere in Star Wars. Like they never say it again. It's not in the original, but for whatever <laughs> reason, they just throw it in there. They just toss just it in. Yeah. Why, why was that even a big thing? Why I, was that a thing? Uh, I, I, I think they I were trying to determine what kind of anti-hero Han Solo yeah, was. I remember there effect. was one interview and it's just like, you know, Star Wars actors who hate Star Wars. And it's just one interview and you have it where they ask who shot first. They're asking, you know, Harrison Ford, who shot first, Han or Greedo? And Harrison Ford is just like, I don't care. Yeah. sounds like the appropriate response. You guys killed me on this when we did The Force Awakens. Uh, and I got to tell you, what Harrison Ford brings to these movies is night and day. The movies he is not in versus the ones he is in, I'm telling you. He just brings this sort of like, I could give a fuck about space. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit about any of this. I'm just here to get a paycheck, make a, make some money, be arrogant, kiss the girl, moving along, you know? And I think that's so needed for these movies. That brevity is so needed. Yeah, and the last thing that I want to say is, Nick, I'm sorry that I keep on fighting you with this, but I will agree that having Harrison Ford in there as Han Solo, it was really good. Like that whole uh, back and forth inside of the control room when he's saying, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, that was hilarious. And it was really good. So I'll, I'll have to stand there with you. <laughs> hey, he may not look like much, but he got it where it counts. And he's all about the money in this one. All <laughs> yeah, it's so it. great. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, my idea going up there isn't uh, you know it's not, it's this called suicide. All right, I'm not doing that, kid. Good luck. This is some kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, watch it because it's been so long since I've seen this movie, and just watching it again, it just it, it reminds me. And I still am a little indifferent about you know them. I'm fine with them making those additions or making those new things. And you know, as far as touching it up, I don't know about the whole completely new CGI characters, but. I would really like to see just the original version of this untouched, but I'm going to give yeah. it a seven and a half just because I think you That's can watch it. And I think yeah. it's interesting because you can watch it and you can still see how it ties in with the rest of the trilogy and the rest of the entire Star Wars lore. But you can also watch it and just see like, okay, this was once a time, like just in a vacuum where they thought for a while, this was going to be the only Star Wars movie that they were going to get. And so, and, and Tyler, with your rating, let me just ask the final question because I want to make sure I get it in there. If it was the only movie, would you have considered it a success? Would it be entertaining? Would it have a legacy? Um, with the same box office or, <laughs> or no, or same box office, but they just decided never to make another one. Uh, yeah, I think it would still be just as good. Although I don't know. I really like the stuff that, you know, not everything, but I really like a lot of the stuff that they were the, able to expand on with their lore, you know, with the original legend stuff and even the new stuff too, as well. And, and if I may, because we're nearing the end of star Wars month again here, can you rank it with the nine Skywalker movies? Tell me what number this is with your oh, nine Skywalker man. movies. I don't know. Um, 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 um that's, Man, putting me on the spot right there. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I would have the fans to, want to know, Tyler. It's it's got to be in the top three, maybe okay. even maybe even top four. You don't have to get more specific than yeah. that. I'll allow La that. Last That's Jedi, fine. Last Jedi is obviously number one. You know, at me. and so <laughs> Henry Cavill's obviously my Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise is clearly six one. Yeah. So, yeah. but it is it is it is rewatchable. Yeah, so for me, I uh, I really enjoyed this. Like, it's been such a long time, and it brought back a lot of nostalgic memories. Um, it was a very fun ride, and with the new CG that they added in, it, it didn't add much to it, but it, it certainly didn't take away anything. So I just thought it was a fun ride and very rewatchable. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half because it 
is the trailblazer. It did start setting things into motion. But even with that being said, would like, you watch it, it again, Bruce Ryan? Yeah, I definitely watch it again. And um, it it has this different feel to it. I, 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 I can't describe it. And I know I keep on saying it, but there's something different about this than all the other movies. And I do agree with Tyler that it's it's because it's setting up the rules. You don't know what's going to happen just when you're watching it, but it kind of lays it out and you're like, okay, now I'm in it for the ride. And the more that we do this uh, Star Wars month and as I'm watching these movies, I'm becoming more and more of a Star Wars fan. Like, this Is it the movie, older ones that are drawing you in the most? Well, this one definitely is probably the best Because I remember you I've saying seen. Empire really drew you in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Empire did draw me in also. It's been a whole year since I've watched that movie, but <laughs> I, I do think that the the first trilogy you can't really touch it man like even though we're trying to capture that same essence i still think that the newer movies they have their own charm it's just a different feel but uh, this one eight and a half definitely it's a great movie and if you haven't watched it or you haven't watched it in a long time watch it yeah i do think it definitely holds up rewatchable wise um for me it's an eight and a strong eight. I think it still has room to glow, uh, grow. It's clearly rewatchable. It's sort of like the best kind of version of high velocity storytelling, cramming a bunch of pop culture and now all this expanded lore in. I feel like it enhances it slightly more than it takes away from it. I'm still sort of dazzled by it. I still love the soundtrack. That soundtrack uh, was number 10 uh, on the billboards that year. So just the music alone, a classical piece by John Williams, un unbelievable stuff. Um, they made a disco version that went to number one, which is just nuts to think about, but that's on my iPod, so I can't really shake it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think it's a wonderful, wonderful film. And no matter how much they touch it up, it'll never take away enough to make it a bad movie. I think that it totally stands the test of time. And it's my third favorite of the Skywalker movies. And it's significantly better than anything that's come out in recent times. So an 8.0 for me with maybe some room to grow there. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment, recommendations. Anything you guys caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend or don't want to recommend? I'll be super quick. I watched one fun one and one sort of not so fun one. Um, I watched The Prom on Netflix, musical. Is that the fun <laughs> one or the not fun one? That was the not fun one. <laughs> it's got a couple of good things. It's First of all, it's way too long, and I don't know who did the lyrics, but they weren't very good. Um, but in spite of that, it's still charming enough and a cute story that the ending is worth watching, so check that out on Netflix. And then I watched the Bee Gees documentary on HBO, another documentary I keep giving them to you in December. So, so good. I jammed up my iPod with BG stuff and I've been listening to him for a week now. Um, check that out. It's called The Bee Gees, How Do You Mend a Broken Heart? Only the oldest brother of four is surviving. It does have some sadness in there, but still, what an unbelievable career for those guys. So for myself, I've been rewatching a lot of Simpsons and I talked about like the middle Simpsons. I like the, the early seasons, like the first five or six seasons they're solid or, yeah they're yeah, solid they're, good. they're really yeah. good the tracy um, Ullman show years yeah yeah um but one thing that i also watch or listen to that is stupid <laughs> uh, it's hilarious so i was really into um well i'm still really into hamilton and i just literally played that out on my iphone uh you gotta let it then, breathe all right because i had the same yeah. thing where i just couldn't stop listening to it then i let it go for a while then went back to it but I, I I got really addicted to it. So I started searching some other stuff that were tied to Hamilton and stuff. And I came across what if Hamilton was sung by Adam Sandler? I love if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't heard of it or if you haven't seen this, it, it's like a I think it's a podcast. You can find it on Spotify or wherever you download podcasts. But that's what it's called. What if Hamilton was sung by Adam Sandler? And literally it is comedic turkey genius for me turkey <laughs> for you <laughs> so check it out listen to it it deserves uh it, yeah you have to <laughs> all right so of course uh i'm pretty sure nick finished it too as well season two mandalorian just wrapped up yeah. today so yeah. strong ending yeah chapter 16 uh spoilers uh nick or no spoilers what do you think it's up to you it's your pod spoilers so spoilers for the mandalorian season uh two so the i'm taking off my headphones right yeah, now yeah, <laughs> so i'm gonna give you a countdown in case anybody is across the room you can hit pause or stop or turn us down if you're in the car and then this is a big one so if you don't want to know yeah. turn us down so it's pretty good all in all i really like where it's going and i'm glad that they kind of did this too but we got we talked about it right yeah, yeah. we talked about it you can only stay away for so long and i think they did it 
uh, basically as correctly as they could have. Yeah. And he looked good. It's just, you know, I don't know how it's going to work because, you know, we just got the last end of the trilogy and everything. But yeah, I can't believe Luke Skywalker came into this. Fucking it, Luke Skywalker, yeah. the oh. Jedi with the cloak on and the hand. Even when I saw the hand, I was like, are they really going to do it? You know, I waited a beat. Maybe it's somebody else. But it will obviously it worked out the way I thought. And there's two things I like about it. Number one, as I often said, if you're going to stay in this timeline, you're going to have to run into him at some point because he's just too big a name. And then the other thing was, I don't know that I always wanted Baby Yoda hanging out with Mando. So you had to find a conclusion to that that was satisfying. And even if we don't exactly know, or they take some time to decide how this is going to work out with Luke, I think I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? I really do like how that goes. I don't need Baby Yoda for most of next year if that's how they want to go. Yeah, and I think I'm fine with it too, because I think it's a good way to wrap up that conclusion and just bring it to an end. So, But that's what I caught over the weekend. Satisfying end. All right, so next week, we're going to be doing the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, redemption. Finally, yeah. finally. <laughs> holiday Special, I think, I don't know. I haven't seen any reviews on it, and I haven't looked at the score or anything. Oh, wow. I think it's <laughs> and everything. I love it. <laughs> that looks legit. Is it green? Yeah, it's green. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got. Yeah, it's I just wanted legit. the audience to know I had the no choice. Worries. Brian will touch that. I'll <laughs> make it much more louder and everything. I meant to yeah. save that for the end, but I was so excited. <laughs> I popped, I popped <laughs> so, oh man, but yeah, I'm excited to watch that. Uh, I'm glad we're not doing finally it something audience. good. Yeah, finally <laughs> something good. But uh, hey, by the way, all I've heard is good stuff about this Lego thing. So really? I think okay. they're gonna have a lot of fun with it. I, I hear it's very tongue in cheek. It's very self deprecating. So I'm looking forward to it. Cool. This mm. has been a fun star wars month but uh ryan where can we find you at hey if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content i do another podcast called dragon questicles you can find us on spotify itunes or wherever you download podcasts if you just want to follow me you can find me on twitter and instagram at ryan underscore dot com that's ryan with an i underscore d-o-t-c-o-m you can always find me at realwatchability.com, top 10 movies of the year top 10 movies of all time very much looking forward to review wonder woman 1984 soon uh, you can hit me up at Twitter at Real Watch and the Christmas episode of East to West with Nick and Rob wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're talking flick. You can always follow us over on Twitter at flick underscore talking. And if you really like us, you can leave a rating and review. Going to rate us. Apple and Spotify are the big one. Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> <laughs> we Patreon, we can donate any amount of money, get access to other content, and we'll have a link in the description. We'll for take Bantha time. milk. Why not? Looks fine. I drink that. The green, the green milk, that's great. Yeah, whatever. There's <laughs> nothing gross about that. It's room temperature, clearly. I'm okay with that. All right. That's the show. Finish the show, Ryan. Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'll boost that up. <laughs> so, okay, you can leave this in, but why is it that every time I see an Imperial base, like in space, it looks so dangerous for workers? Like you could just eat and fall off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I bring up, that's a good point. But I also want to bring up the point where Obi-Wan is like, these precision shots could only be done by stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> there's, Wait, there's, literally, there's literally no railings. There's three or four times that are like, man, if someone falls, they're dead. Yeah, how much more for railings? <laughs> Yeah, nah, cross that off. We don't have the budget yeah. for that. <laughs> That's true. You mean water railings? That was you all Mads Michelson from Rogue One. He's like, you know what else would make it kind of? Maybe that'll save the, the galaxy. No railings on any of the uh, bridges. We couldn't just put like a plank of wood over that two yeah. meter hole. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, that's the show. <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs>